Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of Wolves Fancast. David Evans here. Joining me on this magical adventure that is this season, once again, it's Stu. Magical adventure? It is a magical adventure. Magic. Te- technically four games on the on the bounce. A magical really. adventure, like a magical carpet ride when the year Aladdin comes back. <laughs> it is this year, it's actually yeah. Aladdin. I don't know about these kind of, oh, let's make a real life action version the of the film. The Jungle Book was shit. Yeah, but Be- Beauty and the Beast was brilliant though. I've not seen it. Oh, well. <laughs> but Jungle Book was shit, so... I don't know. <laughs> Film talk already. Anyway, on the podcast this week, Jay, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to talk about Everton, Shrewsbury and Newcastle. A um, couple of bits on the agenda just to point out. First, we did our latest episode of the media series uh, last week, talking about Twitter and its impact on sports broadcasting with David Walding from Twitter UK. It's on all your normal podcast streams, so you can find it there uh, and add it to your media collection series. And also, everybody, what are you doing? <laughs> I think I've lost half a tooth. <laughs> She was lost <laughs> half a tough just as we've started. This is groundbreaking oh, news. Don't pull it out. I swallowed it. Why? So I just thought it was a bit of, bit of sausage. Oh, you just swallowed half of a tooth. Ow. Live on air, Stu <laughs> has lost half a tooth. We'll carry on. Oh, we'll get sponsored by a dentist next week. While, while Stu sorts out his stuff, let me tell you there's a competition we're running uh, this week. Uh, week commencing. The 4th of February, just in case there's some reason people are listening into the future. <laughs> yeah. Calm down, Stu. Someone get a dentist quick. Oh, my tooth is fell out. <laughs> I just, just nut got... through nothing at all of your tongue rolling over it. No, I, I picked that glass up then and just, I just touched it. I mean, it's obviously been loose. It's a bolty pie seat. It's a North Bank. I went in there last night and look what's happened to me. What's, what this squash does to the fancast team is ridiculous. Oh, that's a, yeah. I had to sort through my own shit like Jurassic Park and get the other half back. <laughs> oh, right, you saw to your tooth. It's gone. <laughs> <laughs> You're not there. I don't want to see. The back half fell in. <laughs> it's inside me. What a way to start eventually. What a way to start. Anyway, we're <laughs> 
We're winning a competition this week. Uh, we've teamed up with shirt sponsor WAITA to give you a chance uh, to have two tickets to be in their box for the game against Cardiff on the 2nd of March. All you have to do is go on our Facebook page, search Wolves Fancast. There is a post there which tells you how to enter the competition and tells you what to do. Uh, we've got two people are going to get a pair of tickets. It's a fantastic opportunity. And the competition closes on the 8th of February at 9 o'clock. So if you haven't already, go on our Facebook page, find out the details and enter the competition. Let's go back to Stu for an update on the tour, Stu. It's got me, that's... <laughs> Back part of my toes has actually fell off. I don't want to be. Have you swallowed that as well? No, the front, it's all there. It's all there at the front, but it's half of the back is just gone. <laughs> I've just swallowed it. Right, I, I, I'm, I'm scared now because I, once we finish recording, I don't want to be walking around and then my daughter runs over to me and goes, Daddy, look at this, and there's a half a tooth there. You don't let him home alone and take the gold one at the end. <laughs> Does that mean if she puts it under a pillow, you'd have to give her half of the normal rate? <laughs> I think so. I think that's how it works. I think that's how it works. Oh, mm. Stu. That's a first. Stu, Stu, Stu. <laughs> that is a... <sighs> Good start is what it is. <laughs> it's a great start. <laughs> it's a, live action like this is what we want. <laughs> oh. Breaking news. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. Media series. Do we wait a competition? Just going to give a shout out to our sponsors as well. Pixel Yeti Media. Uh, if you're looking to web, web design or your business needs a logo or a bit of marketing, go and check them out. They're not just web designers, they're a creative agency that cover all your design needs from websites to brochures to signage to marketing to logo design branding. So go check them out at pixelyetimedia.com. Before we get stuck into Everton, gentlemen, Stu, are you okay? Yeah, we'll carry on. <laughs> you're okay? Yeah, okay to continue. <laughs> Soldier on. <laughs> oh. But what's more worrying, there's no blood, it's just gone. It's like it was that. It just fell off. It's like it's been waiting for its moment. To, yeah, it's to a clean. Jump. It's a clean cut. Yeah, clean break. <laughs> oh, right, Jay, just come to your mic a bit more, or just bring it. Just bring maybe bring it a bit more. That's it. All right. Okay, gentlemen. On the weekend, on Saturday, Wolves were claiming even more that illustrious seventh place trophy with a three-one away win to Everton. Neves, Jimenez, and Dendonka with the goals. I mean, Stu, are you? You're breathing really heavily. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's never happened before. I've never lost a tooth. I, I think I've only had one filling in my entire life. Do you need a moment? Just no, to, no, to no, no, no. Okay. I thought it was the excitement of the 3 1 win, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I, could just, I could just hear. <laughs> and I was like, what the hell? Okay, anyway, Wolves won 3 1. Neves, Jimenez, Dundonka with the goals. Let's talk about the important thing firstly. There was a cat on the pitch. There was a cat on the pitch. This is these moments in life that we wait for in football matches. Who brought on the cat? How did the cat get in? Did someone hide the cat and thought, right, Everton fans, sod it, the game's gone, let's throw the cat on the pitch. I mean, I've seen the guy take his dog to the match once because his wife wouldn't go with him, but a cat's a little bit harder to sneak, smuggle in, I would imagine, and also far worse behaved. <laughs> I presume the cat got in on its own accord somehow. Well, it's an old play seat and the, the fence, the access gates in the corners, they're not flush to the floor. So it's obviously, it's just... Crawled underneath. How did the cat go two and a half minutes before anyone tried to get it, though? That was what was weird, because it cut, it was cut into, like, Willy Bolly and Roman size turning to each other and just going, is someone going to mark the cat? Like it, They're pointing at it, <laughs> going, what do, we, what do we do? Like, do we play on? But that, that cuts in, I mean, it, it, it just zooms in on Johnny's face and he's just bemused by yeah. what's, what's happened to him. I mean, I, he's I, just like, I was, at, I was at Atletico Madrid, probably going to be playing Champions League football next year, now I'm at Goodison Park with a cat on the face. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, I just when I saw it, I just saw this is great. I'm sure somebody at the start of the season when we did our predictions, I think it might have been Rich who said the one thing you wanted to see this season that was bizarre was a dog on the pitch. Yeah, so nearly <laughs> get the dog. You look at you, the, that French guy as well who's who used to have his cock in his hand, cock roll, cock roll in his hand for the uh, <laughs> international games, and it was tied to his hand. Wife. Yes, and the um, the bird man in Colombia was he, I think. Similar thing, but I've waited very niche. 24 years to see an animal on the pitch, <laughs> and it finally happened. And I think I got a bit overexcited. We had the we had the squirrel on the pitch, didn't we? In the, yeah, squirrels, was, squirrels and birds and oh, squirrels. Are squirrels. They're not proper they? animals. Yeah, We're talking household. They're just, <laughs> they're just land pigeons. Ever that's all they are. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't get anywhere, but an actual proper. I mean, it, it wasn't even a striker. It's that thing has had food. It, 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 I'm almost certain it had a collar. Can you imagine <laughs> if you're watching the Everton Wolves game and your cat just runs on the pitch yeah. like, oh, Fluffy, what the fuck's going on there? <laughs> you, you, you've gone to the kitchen to put its food down. It's not yeah, there. he's in Goodison. <laughs> oh, it was a great moment. And what else was a great moment was the victory, gentlemen. Were Wolves very good, Everton very bad, or a mixture of both? I think Everton were quite tough this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, we, we, well, it's not no surprise now, is it, that Leicester were bad against us, so West Ham were bad against us, and now Everton are. It's, it's a bit of a running theme that actually we are pretty incredible. We've finally learned how to score more than one goal. Yeah. Well, it's, it's something like it, we've now scored three goals in our four, it's four consecutive games now? Yeah, because it's West Ham, Leicester, uh, Everton, and Truth yeah. last night. Yeah. Which is incredible given we were t- on this show, we were talking about the fact of all oh, we don't convert our chances, we only maybe get a goal and we have to try and defend. All of a sudden now we're just banging them in for fun. Oh, but everyone's it's... wrecking the place. <laughs> a tough. The mic is tight. Well, it, I think the, the 3 5 2 revelation has, I mean, that, that stat as well that Matinho's got the highest assists in January in the top five European leagues. It's incredible. It's just incredible. Yeah. And it's. It's also like it's come from nowhere, but even last season we we, we never apart from Bolton because they were so awful, we never really looked like we was going to batter anyone. Even though mm. I, I was on here every week saying someone's going to get spanked soon, but now you you think well, next up someone is, and it, it's yeah. happened for the last three game four games. Yeah. You were hankering for a spankering, weren't you? Right? Yeah, well, I was <laughs> I was I was gagging for it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think we. It's just the recycling possession and the the movement. Yeah, the formation change has done that though, isn't it? Having yeah. the three in midfield and Dendonka all of a sudden coming from out of the cold and just being one of our you know non drop. Well, I wanted to wanted to talk about Dendonka, but you know because you know he didn't get his first start until Spurs just yeah. before the new year, and now you're watching him going, why is this guy playing from the start? You know, we were talking, you know, we, we used to joke every other week going, what's that, you know, Dendonka, what was the point, what's happened yeah. to him? Somebody said to me, he's going to turn out to be the Isaac Okoronko player of the side, because you'll just realise at the end of the season how great he was. Yeah, but 12 million is looking like a steal, yeah. because it's an obligation now, isn't it? We, yeah, we yeah. are buying him, and it's looking like a steal. Well, then the best thing about it is, if, if you think about it, if he had come back from the World Cup and he'd been fit, we'd be in fourth by now. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not even that ridiculous to say, I mean, we... You know, we we're nine points off six now. What? The seventh place traffic can be, be gone. <laughs> six is what we need. And hey, well, Arsenal playing against City at the weekend. We've still got to play Arsenal and they haven't lost. Well, they haven't won against the top six side, have they, for four years? Mm. We could be top six by that point. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's not get too ahead of us. 
<laughs> so what, what is it about Den Tonka then? What is it that we've noticed? Why is he seems to be so instrumental now? What, what was really interesting for me is that everything that people have said about him is that, oh, he's a centre-back, he's going to replace Bennett, or he's a defensive midfielder. He was our furthest midfielder forward for mm. the majority of the game against Everton, which was interesting, but he did very well. He took his goal really well, considering it was his weak foot and... He didn't look like a natural goal scorer before that. But I think just having the three in midfield, his physical presence, he wins headers. He just adds something a little bit different. Where Matilio and Neves have got the class, he just feels like he's got that bit of grit mm. in midfield. And it's not like people saying, yeah, he lets he allows Matilio and Neves to play because yeah, he does. But he can play as well. They all allow each other to play. Like they'll yeah. drop yeah. in and it's a fluid. Yeah, fluid it's, that's, midfield. A, that's the thing. It's it is fluid and it's not rigid to stick to your, your number stick to your 10 stick yeah. to your 8 to your 4 whatever they do rotate and move and you know, like Jay said I mean that one in the first half that was a good block by, by uh, Pickford which yeah. any other time he could have gone through his legs yeah, he could have yeah, anyway yeah. Um, I mean there was a guy behind us when when that happened and he said, oh he's never going to score in my lifetime so I'll, get, <laughs> I'll, I'll give you 20 to 1 and so obviously when it happened we just turned around and we just <laughs> shooting the money out of the hands uh, well Wolves have won 11 games this season now which is the joint highest tally uh, for Wolves in a single Premier League campaign I, I don't know about you gents but I've got a feeling we'll beat it <laughs> <laughs> we're two points away from the precious 40 yeah we're, I'm nearly there <laughs> I mean that was just the pure Mick McCarthy era wasn't it, it was just, let's get to 40 points yeah. and then we'll relax and I think did we actually reach 40 points at any uh, no we didn't no. <laughs> I don't think Brilliant. we did I can finally relax <laughs> yeah. when we get to that magic 40 well it, 11 off Albion's record that's the, the one that everyone's going for this is the main thing and the, the Villa one's a bit too far away from us I think 60, 64, 66 Andy said well yeah when we, we've already equaled our points total from the first Premier League campaign we came back up in 09-010 09-010 and we're only two points away from equaling the total we got in 2010-2011 yeah so actually we did get the Magic 40 once. Oh, okay, there we go. The, dr- the dream. That was <laughs> the dream it. was realised. Um, was that the year we stayed up when Hunty scored to make yeah. it 3-2 against yeah. Blackburn? And we lost the game, but we were all buzzing. Yeah, but no <laughs> one cared, did they? I mean, it was a great goal. It that's, was at the North Bank. That's such a weird thing, because like, if you look back in high everybody goes, oh, should have sat Mick that day. No single person, I bet you, was saying that on that day. No. Oh, no, no. At, the end of no. That, at the end of that game, it was euphoria. Yeah. Obviously, pitch invasion. Moxie didn't throw a phone into the crowd that time. <laughs> no one was saying it, him. Yeah, I remember just shouting Pavlyuchenko at the top of my voice. Yeah, <laughs> were, were we singing "Come on, you Spurs" at one point yeah. in the game? Because they—I mean, we, it didn't matter anyway. But they confirmed it for us with Pavlyuchenko scoring one all, wasn't it? That game that was a terrible <laughs> yeah, result for Spurs yeah, yeah. as well. Oh, oh, what a day! Good times when George Ellacobi was playing left back. Dream. <laughs> um, I don't. If you're going to go through the goals, Neves penalty, lovely penalty, lovely finish in the corner. Jimenez is a header, terrible header. defending. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> lovely header though. Oh yeah, all that space. He he had so much time. Yeah, but again, saying that he had so much time, but how many of our so-called strikers in the last ten years would have just blazing that over the bar? But yeah, for me, it's the Dendon goal. It's not his finish, which is fantastic. It's the fact he's in there. The, the two people in there in the box are our left back and our defensive <laughs> yeah. midfielder. But the fact that the move starts that we nick the ball away on the halfway line yeah. and just bomb it down. And yes, obviously, Jot has that chance, and just like you say, Dendon is so far forward. Yeah. Just smashes it in the net. Because they, we, think this it, is great. It, it finally feels like Wolves are starting to smell blood, like Watford did against us when we went one 0 down, and then they immediately went and yeah, scored yeah. again. I think Wolves are starting to find their bite as a team. 
standout performances. Stu, you, you want to revel in this. Just keep reveling. I'm uh, letting you revel. Bite, Wolves just... have found their bite. <laughs> that's just, that's, I've got to write that down. That's the best thing I've ever said. <laughs> tweet, it, tweet it later. Hashtag tweet, tweet it and okay. keep it. I mean, considering we've never won there even, in even our, my, well, maybe Barons, but in our lifetimes anyway, we've never won there. And we, I've been there four times. And it's it all, 40 years, wasn't it? I yeah, think, yeah. And it's always been disappointment in the end. So it's, it, it was another one. It was like the Middlesbrough situation last, last year where... It's been that long coming, and we've been going there for so long, and it was just euphoria at the end. Yeah. Standout performances, Dendonka for one. Was it just a case of everyone across the board, or was there anybody who went up a level or went for that brass ring, as they say? <laughs> I mean, Bolly coming back in helped. It, it showed yeah. how how good he really is mm. um, when he's on his day, and he wasn't spectacular. It's just he just does everything right, really. You just feel like he could be playing for yeah. a much better team than us, very comfortably. Yeah, but he won't, because yep. there isn't a better team <laughs> than us. I think Jimenez was absolute class again. I mean, he's in, he's in that, that stats today that he's in the European team of the week as well. Yeah. Is it him and Matinia? Him and Matinia, yeah, yeah. And he's up front with Ronaldo. It's a lovely sight to see. I mean, I mean a couple of years, yeah, <laughs> as you say. Swansung. Um, yeah. Unveiled by Brian Swanson. <laughs> 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 Yeah, it, I think Jimenez is just considering he's never been a starter and he's never been the main man anywhere he's been. He's reveling in it now. To be, to get the love and to trust that Nuno's put in him mm-hmm. and that everyone's embracing what we have. He's just, he's he's just a class. He's just he's 30, 30 million to an absolute steal again. Yeah, straight away. Yeah. Yeah. If if we'd have signed him as well as Johnny in January, it'd have been one of the best transfer windows yeah. we've had because he is. He's showing why teams in the past have bought him, like Benfica. But because he's the main man and he's got people have got faith in him, like obviously Nuno and the rest of the team giving him the ball, mm. he's confident and he's scoring goals. It's great to see. It's the same with Jota. Jota started the season really poorly. Like I mean, Jimenez didn't start the season poorly because he scored against Everton. But it's confidence for a lot of these players. Yeah. This is what I find that's going to be interesting about the summer. I'm not trying to put a downer on anything. But, you know, we talk about, you know, like Jimenez, obviously we're going to try and time down for a deal. But there'll be a lot of other teams, a lot more top six teams, who will look at Wolves this season and go, look at that squad, look at some of those players, look how they've established themselves in the Premier League. I'll have a bit of that. But we could get a lot of money. That's, what, that's what, And I think we'll reinvest that's it That's well. what I mean. I think, yes, Wolves have got the hand now, they've got the money, so mm-hmm. they can counter if somebody comes in for the offer. But at the end of the day, a, a well-known top six Premier League team is going to allure any player and Fosen are a business they yeah. feel they're going to make money on it yeah 100% but they will make money so it, that's why I find interesting in the summer that we say oh we're going to you know, look at the players we might be getting in the summer fine but would not surprise me if there's a couple well, of surprises who, who, that goes who, who do you think they flat out won't stand unless we get an astronomical value I think there's only I think only maybe Neves is the one that we won't stand unless we get the 100 million yeah because everything's everything's around him he's the most yeah as soon, as soon as we yeah. bought him yeah I, I think you know Bolly could go for I mean I'm not going to put a figure out there because I make myself look stupid well, but Bolly it, could go if the right money came in because I think we could replace it. That's what I mean. You look, yeah. at, you look yeah. at the market though, 75 million for Van Dijk, obviously he's nowhere near that, but we bought, we bought it for what, 12? Yeah. I mean, if, if you're you look, easily selling for 25, 30. Yeah. Easy. And if you look at, if you look at the stats, obviously Van Dijk's a, a significantly better defender, I'm never going to say that Bolly's close, but you know, the stats are reasonably well, like, close. Hypothetically, and I don't know whether other people feel he's he's valued at this in one season in the Premier League, but looking how the Premier League is factored in now, someone said, 30 million for Jota. 
I think that's underpriced. Mm. That's what I mean, though. Because he's a young forward yeah, exactly. who, who is scoring goals. If someone you know. is willing to pay the money, I suppose are going to go, oh, we could probably get somebody else, actually. But I think Foson would turn around and say, do you know what, if he stays another year, we'll get 50. Mm. I think Foson, as a business, would would operate like that. Because, I mean, they're invested in the club. They've spent 18 million quid on a left-back that cost 6 million quid the year before. For me, that's not a sound business decision. That's a footballing decision because mm. he's played well. A business decision would be go and buy another left-back and yeah. try again in the summer. They're, they're, I think they do actually want us to do well through investing. I don't yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't think selling many players... I, I think no, you, no. I agree, if we sell it, it'll be one or two big surprises. Yeah. But I don't think there'll be any massive But that's what I mean. Changes. I don't think people should be surprised if that happens. No, I think... You It'd know, be disappointing, but... Bennett goes... Not a massive surprise. No. Jota goes, it is a surprise. It, yeah. That, it, yeah, I can see where you're coming from. I mean, you look at it last summer when all the chaos when um, Douglas went mm. after the after the season that he had and all his assists and how, oh, we, how are we going to replace the goals? He's been wank at Leeds. Mm. They hate yeah. him. And you think, he, yeah, you've... Uh, he's tre- playing left back. He's having to defend a lot more. Yeah. Said there was one on Twitter the other day saying, oh, Wolves have had our pants down here with him. So they, and they obviously saw something in him, thinking, yeah. "Well, yeah, we, we can upgrade on him." But we, we got a, a guy on loan who's never, who can't even speak English to come and play in the Premier League, and look what's happened. So I've got no no problem whatsoever. Even if, I mean, <laughs> two months ago I would have given Nevers never away. <laughs> but, oh, oh my god! Um, the abuse we got for that. <laughs> yeah, well, the, we could have <laughs> we could have had abuse of the week, but that's just stating context. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> But but again, he he sorted himself out. So yeah. has Jota. Costa hasn't. So <laughs> real shame. Um, to be honest. But there's plenty. We'll yeah, we'll talk yeah. about Costa's shoes. Yeah. Well, but this is the whole. You know, there are t- sometimes teams have seasons where they have players that stand out. Obviously, you you know Leicester win the league. Mares and Conte stand stood out. And then yes, Leicester won the league. But Chelsea came a calling. Man City came a calling. And yes, Wolves are trying to establish us. Well, all I'm just trying to say is. Wouldn't surprise me if the top six teams said we've got the money, we're going to spend it. If those players decided to go, yeah, I, I understand because as as well as that, I actually think Mares is overrated. Yeah, I think I think he, they overpaid for him, Man City, and I think you know I'm not saying Jota's a better player, but Jota's doing a lot that would warrant a figure. I mean, if he's what was Mares sixty five million? Yeah, I mean, Jota yeah. and Moutinho, th- five. Uh, four years older. Yeah. Was, Sixty million less. Yeah, but that, that, that's that's the market at the moment. Is Will Grigg cost four million pounds? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, okay, he's a very good striker for League One, and it's probably a sound investment from Sunderland. That just shows how good our business has been. Five million pounds for Matinho. Every single game is looking more and more scandalous. Mm. How I mean, we've got away. I mean, someone some was saying the other day for selling Bart. The sell-on fee we've now got for Vokes yeah. and, and somebody a and, a, and well no somebody else of a low figure we've basically paid for Matinho yeah that's ridiculous and a phobia has played paid for Dendonka that is you literally going on Football Manager and rigging I mean the it's, stats. it's that's incredible yeah. it's House's loan fee yeah <laughs> that's what it was did you see that he liked um, <laughs> no, he, a, he, he shared, a tweet he he, um, he tweeted out about the was it Laurent scoring Laurent yeah. for Shrewsbury scoring my guy with like emojis and all of that which I just feel is <laughs> yeah he might be your guy but that's a very bad taste <laughs> well he's, he's incredibly stupid man yeah he? why don't you just text <laughs> him Courtney why don't you text him say you are my guy after the leaking picture from oh, four years ago three years ago whatever it was you, know, you look at him you think yeah you ain't the sharpest shop, shop he's still in the box no. here but he's he's going anyway isn't he 
Yeah. So in his mind, he's like, I'm out of here. Well, I mean, not if Villa choose to not sign him. He could just imagine? come back and be like in the reserves like Iorfa was for six oh. months. Let's go back on to Everton. Uh, Champagne and the man of the match gentlemen. It's a great win. Up to the dizzy highest of seventh. We're going to get that seventh trophy, which will be a nice big seven, I think. Uh, who's your Champagne man of the match, Stu? Who are you giving your Prosecco to and your caviar? Jimenez. Absolutely just top class. Raul Jimenez. I mean, the obvious answer for me is Dendonka, but I, I think an underrated man of the match who, who went under the radar because he didn't score was Jota. You know, he drew fouls, was beating people, was his normal confident self. So I'm going to give it Dendonka and not cop out. <laughs> I'm going to give it Dendonka as well. Let him have one forwards. Let him have one. <laughs> it won't be his last. <laughs> OK, we're going to do more on Newcastle coming up and we're going to do Twitter Corner and Shrewsbury after this. Well, welcome back to the show. We're going to talk Shrewsbury now, and Wolves are through to the fifth round of the FA Cup, finally, after a, probably a bit of a painful night at Molyneux on Tuesday. Now, Wolves won 3-2 against Shrewsbury, uh, Doc with two, and Cavalera with the winner to give Wolves the the pass to the fifth round. Gents, it felt a bit of hard work, didn't it? All credit to Shrewsbury. They played well, but after we scored after two minutes, you thought, right, here we go. This is going to be straightforward. This is what we thought. And it was not going to be the case. It shows our lack of depth in the squad. Mm. No, and that, is, that is the only worry. Yeah, no, because it, we've, we've, Nuno's used 18 players in the Premier League. And he's not got, apart from Gibbs White, has not got real faith in the youth um, and the players we've got elsewhere. Like, you know, your Costas, who's had a really poor season, as I mm. said, is a real shame. Obviously can't do it when they come on. And, and, that, and that's the worry. And that's a bit like, maybe part, apart from Cavalero, who are still... Don't mind if he came off the bench. I still think he'd make an impact. Yeah, I think I, he's better defensively than the other two as attacking well. Attacking-wise, it's, it's a bit of a worry, isn't it, really? It's Traore through the middle every time. It's because he doesn't want him out wide, because he's got nothing defensively. He doesn't He doesn't hold his shape well. He doesn't know where to be defensively. And and that's why he tries to play him through the middle, because when he goes at players and when he's confident, he, he you can get past anyone well, in that, the world. Well, that, that was the thing for Traore um, last night, was that he actually... Um, attacked well he held the ball well he had three or four people on again and he got round them easily mm. it was just that final thing when he was on goal he was like the kid in Mighty Ducks 2 who couldn't stop who couldn't stop he just wouldn't pull the trigger when I mean, he could have lots of times and yeah. when he did the once it just went well wide mm. so I can it's that somebody said something about was that I don't know what he said on here or somebody else said about um, Troy that it feels like that someone has made him on FIFA and given him the highest ranking just for three tributes yeah. and a nil for everything else yeah he's, he's pace and strength it's just you yeah. feel like you wish there was someone quick enough to keep up with him that he could pass two at the end that could finish and you just think there's something there and that's where I, I kind of feel tempted to say try and give him a go next season but there, there but, is something there because his cross for Doherty's goal in the first game against Shrewsbury was excellent yeah put it on a plate for him, obviously took it past the seven blokes that he normally does, but actually put a good cross in. And you're thinking, if you did that more often, you wouldn't be at Wolves, you'd probably still be at Barcelona. Yeah. Then the thing with him, he never had a pre-season here either. No. And he came with a shoulder injury, mm. was not part of the group, didn't have his, into, into the new uh, mindset at all. 
and it's going to take a while for it. I mean, you're effectively changing someone's complete game. Yeah. yeah. And it's not going to happen during the season. It's, I mean, it might happen this week in their uh, their boys away <laughs> trip. But boys yeah. to mobs. <laughs> There's but some cliques already in. I think last night I had no. I was sitting there getting absolutely drenched on row AA of the the row twenty six rows back from the front in the north bank lower. Um, and I don't feel any pressure at all at any point. However, it was like, oh, this is like the good old days again. <laughs> but it, we still we still scored three at home, and we only conceded two because John really had a Norwich day again. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, the, the, the first goal he came <clears> and missed it, and the second one was just a joke. The second goal I've watched three or four times. It's you, how how that happens? I mean, yes, you can have an off day, and yes, he's a really good character in the changing room, but. It just shows how much better Patricio is. Yeah, oh, he can't kick, but Patricio never makes that mistake. And it's a bit of a shame with Ruddy because he's not going to get many opportunities this season. You would, you would think he'll probably go in the summer. Do you think he'll start the Bristol game? Probably. I, I don't think he will. I think he'll go. He'll start going for it now. I think he. Sh- I think he should. Yeah. I think. I think we've. There's not been many better opportunities for us to do it with the squad we've got now. Mm. I think it's the best squad I've seen. I just wonder when you get to that point, if you get further into a competition, where do you start thinking, I'm going to keep the side I've had or I'm going to start changing up? It's one of those things. It's where we want to finish in the league. It's whether we want seventh or the FA Cup. And I'd take 15th in the FA Cup. You're both. Well, no, I mean... No, we have sixth in the FA Cup. Sixth in the FA Cup. We just qualify for well, the Europa League twice. If you think a bit, the, the, we've got three games will be moved. Yeah. So we're, really, we're going to play three extra games. That's it, really. So you might as well. These, yeah. The majority of these players played 46 last season in the league alone. Yeah, and, and a lot of them it, were in the World Cup anyway, so their football and, hasn't stopped. Yeah, and did it perfectly well. We don't get injuries, do we? So there's no real fatigue with anyone. They know what they're doing, so there's no reason why we shouldn't just go all, all out for both. Yeah, but I, I see you touch wood there because injuries are a real issue because we've already seen that we haven't got squad depth. And if you throw in Jimenez for Bristol away, which, you know... You may need, you may not need, and he gets an injury. You know, sixty minutes in, it's nil nil. He's out for the rest of the season. Yeah, but that could happen anywhere. It could, but I'd rather mm. it happened in a Premier League game because I think them. I think although the FA Cup obviously is huge, it's not as important as the Premier League. I think it's always good to prior. I, I personally would prioritise finishing the, sixth. The, the I would youth, try and finish sixth. <laughs> this is the problem. I would try. You don't know the obviously, pain. obviously, the FA Cup would be would be great, and I think you don't know Bull and Keane on the bench. You just, just don't. But I, I, I wish we had more. What I'm trying to say, I wish we had more strength in depth so that we could still go for the FA Cup without wasting yeah. the energy of the yeah. main players. I want to talk about Doc. Two goals of the night. He's now scored more goals uh, in all competitions than any other Premier League defender this season, uh, which is six. But he's just strength to strength. I know we've talked about it before, but strength to strength. For Doc. And what I don't understand is I've seen a lot of comments on Twitter, as you do, people saying, oh, you know, people still are criti- critical of him, people saying he's really poor. I've not felt like that this season no. about him. I've, the only person, people I've read, I've read people moaning, and these people haven't been to a match about four year, five years, or, oh, you're going to go until Moxie's out, or that kind of crowd. <laughs> but you know the type, the, the, the ones that you see in the pub who've now got all the, sh- the shirts and the tracksuits and everything, yeah. and they've been walls through and through, and they've watched all every game. <laughs> A lot of bollocks. But it's all these these kind of people. People who've actually seen Doherty mature and play over the last, especially the last two years, maybe the, when he won Player of the Year at left back as well. Yeah. Um, when he scored like two or three worldies, which is just completely out of his game. Yeah, exactly. Well, he, you know, it, it's I mean, it was, league, the, you know, it was League One keepers, to be fair. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, 
I can't mm. see. I don't see or hear anywhere. I mean, I'm there all over the country, and I don't hear anyone slagging him off. No. I've never heard it myself. I've just read it from the keyboard warriors, and that's all it is. This is a guy who what we got for seventy five k from Bohemians many years ago under Mick, and has consistently been in this side despite every single amount of change. And now, especially under Nuno, he's just got better and better and better. And he's attacking attacking wise. He's just great, but. Jake yeah. is going for a rebuttal. Well, yeah, I completely agree with everything you've said. He has gone strength to strength in every year he's been here and is the best he's ever been um, um, at Wolves. But did neither of you still worry about him defensively? Even a little bit? Not really. I, I, I do feel like sometimes he can be... Sorry, he can be uh, out of position because he's getting forward, and yeah, he's done really well. I mean, he's got more. He's been involved in more goals this year than Giroud and Paulo Dybala. I saw on Twitter, as I'm sure we all did. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's one of those things. I I agree with you, and I I don't think in the summer we should try and replace him. But, we need the competition for him. Well, yeah, yeah. I, th- I feel like I feel like another option, maybe one that's a slightly better defensive-minded player. Well, we've got one. He just plays the other side. Yeah, but then we need a left-back. <laughs> yeah, but then you've got the same problem on the left side when you've got an attacking <clears throat> left-back in Vinagra and Johnny's a safe option. You can't have two safe options. You'll have one or the other. Yeah, well, Vinagra can play left-wing as well and has done this year. Well, I think that's what Doherty's turned into, really. Yeah, I mean... I, it, I, it's a far cry from Darren Baisley. Well, I was going to say, I mean, I, of the right-wingers we've got, Doherty's probably the third best and that's I'd probably... Still above Costa, yeah. Well, he's the, he's the second highest goal scorer at the, at the club this season, Doc. Behind I think Jimenez? Behind Jimenez, yeah. So, in a minute, the summer, that he could be the one. So you're, going, you're dangling 35 million. For, I mean, look again, look at the market. It's not supposed to be. It's not, probably not worth that. But look at the market 35, 40 million for an attacking right, right back. Yeah, exactly. At his age. Yeah. yeah. As well, well. You've, got, you've got, yeah, you've also got to think, like, is, in terms of better attacking right backs for the big teams, you know, he's better than Seamus Cole at Everton. Man United have got Antonio Valencia, who's about 43. They've got Delot, though. Delot is, yeah, good, a young option, but, I mean, Doherty's another option. The Chelsea right-back is either Aspilicueta or... I couldn't even tell you the other right-back. That's how <laughs> mm. anonymous they are. And You're right. He could be a surprise, one that goes for reasonable money, and I think we'd have done, obviously, very well to get money out of him. And We'd, we'd go and get Cancelo. We tried to get him in the summer, and there's a reason why. Because, obviously... Nuno didn't rate Doherty, but he's proven me wrong this year mm. so far. Uh, I want to talk about Costa. We mentioned it. Adam's boy, oh, no. Costa. Because again <laughs> last night, I just I just feel like we're seeing, unfortunately, the beginning of the end for Costa. Yeah. You know. It, it feels like he's just not... He's. It, it look, I don't know whether he's put on weight or whether he's just not as fit, but he's just not... He just doesn't want it anymore. That Liverpool game... Uh, 2-1 when Stearman and the FA Cup Vyman, game, the FA Cup yeah. game. He was electric. He was yeah. the best player on the pitch. Is it that the case that he was literally the star man, and now he is no longer the star man? An element of it. There are obviously now players better at him. At but this the club. is. I said this when when Neves came in, and you can see in the derby game, and I said. Even then, last season, I said Costa's not even the best Portuguese player on the bench anymore. Yeah, and. He's just been wank under you know. He's just not good enough under Lambert. Yeah, it is the, the big fish thing. It's under Lambert. I mean, just give him to Ipswich. Just a oh. contract and give him to Ipswich. Like, let him play under Lambert again because that's the only time he's performed. You're right though. It's because he was he was the spark under Lambert because there was nothing else. No one else that could do anything. Yeah, and, and, that, and Costa now can do something, but not nearly as much as he, any you know, of the he, other players. In some ways, he likes Sacco nearly with Sacco, but. 
he single-handedly made sure that we did not have a disastrous season under, under yeah. Foden there and something really bad could have happened. Who was a better player, do you think? Sacco or Costa in their prime? Who would you Sacco. take? Sacco. I would have said Sacco as well. Yeah, because Sacco, Sacco's overall all-round commitments and everything else was... Yeah, I mean, Sacco that one year in the Championship when we nearly went up was was great. Yeah, Costa's... Costa's had great games. I mean, he played well at Man United away. Um, it's just, that's so rare these days. Yeah, mm. And Arsenal as well. Arsenal away. Yeah. He had a great game there. So, it's not the confidence thing because if he was confidence thing, he wouldn't be able to do that. Yeah. It's it's all in his head. So, whatever's going on with him, he's clearly got something there but he's choosing for whatever reason to be pissing about. Well, you need we need to send him out on loan to, as you say, like an Ipswich where he would be the main, you know, attacking outlet in terms of his flair where he'd be the spark where he was for us mm. part of the journey's the end gentlemen <laughs> oh. uh, I want to talk about shoes because I, 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 they didn't look like I know we used to talk about teams who, who play Premier League teams and they up their game they didn't look like a team that were second second bottom in, the, no. in League One they, they, they looked very organised and they looked they, they, played, they played the ball really well they looked a lot better they played a lot better football than half the championship teams that I've watched yeah. on Sky this year mm. a lot better I mean, look, I mean, you can see that Ricky. They're seeing. I mean, it looks like when he's got in there, and it's going to take a bit of time to adjust. But if that's the message that he's got over, then fair play to him. Yeah. They, they looked. You can't believe the second bottom of League One. No. You've got to remember though, it, 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 there could be the element of the fact that it's Ricketts and we're a big team, we're his old club. It's Shrewsbury throwing everything at. That's it. what I mean. And, it's stepping up, isn't it? Yeah, that's, that's, I mean, Newport that's... beat Middlesbrough last night, which is a massive scalp mm. with a keeper who had to rush off to <laughs> hospital whose head wasn't in the game it's one of those things where they can just step it up against the bigger teams mm. I think that again no disrespect to Shrews but that's probably yeah, the case yeah, yeah. Yeah, but they're, they're stepping it up and there's actually playing well oh yeah they, they, they did it right they actually, yeah. like they said they actually passed the ball in really well mm. and they had shape and everything and you don't that's not through passion that's through talent it, it was a good cup tie because it was good football yeah, it was, I mean that's what I said I enjoyed it yeah. apart from being mm. soaking wet and yeah, it been sabotaged by tough eating parties. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was. I, I really enjoyed the game last night. I thought it was okay. Any not, notable performances last night at all? Did anyone that stood out? I think Doherty maybe. Thought <laughs> <laughs> not. Not Lennis as well. Yeah, he did well. Yeah, I thought Gibbs White did all right. A lot of people said mm, really. I I thought he did. I, I think he was, I thought he did. He was trying very very hard, and a lot of things weren't coming off for him. I think I think it's difficult when he's not playing alongside Neves or Martinho because I mean Sice was yeah. abject as well. I uh, think it helps when he plays yeah. in a team. I, thought, I know he scored as well, but I thought Cav played well as well. That's why I've still got confidence in Cav. Yeah, yeah I think I think Cav's a good option off the bench. I think that's yeah, what he will be going forward. He's always kind of been like that as well. Yeah, and he's he's consistent. He he feels to me like a sort of seven out of ten every week, and occasionally a nine out of ten because he scores. Yeah, I mean he's but he again. Even when he's been poor, he's always put a shift in. And Costa ain't done that. Yeah, and that's the, the difference between the two of them. That's why I'd prefer Cav out wide because defensively he's better than Costa or Traore. Uh, right, okay then. We're through to the FA Cup fifth round, gentlemen. We're up for the cup, aren't we? Oh, yes. We're up for that cup. So many champagne uh, man of the matches for you, Jake. Are you going to give your prosecco and your caviar too? I mean, Doherty. However <laughs> much it, it pains me to do it. It's Doc. It has to be. It's Reefer Doc. Well done, Doc. I'm sure he'll get that in the post. Right, we're going to preview the game, uh, the next game in the Premier League, and Wolves take on Newcastle United on Monday night. A bit of Monday night football, gentlemen. Oh, yes. A bit of MNF. Love it. <laughs> 
We always love it. Uh, I could have done very wrong then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wolves, obviously, they are trying to keep hold of that seventh place. We'll still be there, gentlemen. No matter what the results are, we'll still be in seventh. <laughs> it, I mean, you. It, yes, it's turned into a very sort of good joke now, but seventh place at the start of the season, if you'd said at this point we'd be seventh, is just unbelievable. Uh, it's just, it's beyond. Well, I mean, I know Foson had like a three-year plan for us to go up. I I bet this is way ahead of the plan that they had for this year. Yeah, it's it's one place above what I said. Did you honestly think eighth was a realistic I said it, option? I said it on here. Yeah, I well, said, I mean, I say realistic. We're seventh. Like, yeah. <laughs> I said, I said, I've got no. I mean, looking at the Premier League as it is, mm. and it was last season, and the fact that we were better than even last season, we were better than half the league, teams in the league. Yeah. I just thought, well, why can't we finish eighth? And we've got the squad and we've got the players. I don't think it'd be getting to getting to this stage of the season and being playing this well and yeah. being up there, but it ain't really surprised me at all. Uh, talking about Newcastle, um, obviously a bit of you know a bit of a, a bounce in the step recently. Obviously had that great result against City. Was perhaps a bit unlucky to lose against Spurs at the weekend. They've got Almiron. Is it Almiron? Almiron. Yeah. Almiron from Atlanta for a twenty what twenty million pounds record signing for them. So a bit of a, a boy in the step, but. As it's Newcastle, there's always something going on there, isn't yeah. there? I've got a mate of mine who is a Newcastle fan. He's from Wolverhampton. And I know he's told me the story, but I've no idea why he picked Newcastle. I thought it was always an odd team to yeah. to pick. So I kind of I kind of said to him, you know, what is the, the feeling around Newcastle at the moment with fans? And the kind of view he gave me was, after the loss to Watford, it was just a toxic atmosphere, which I think we've all been there with Wolves. So obviously, yeah. beating City and getting the record signing, a bit uh, in the mood has been lifted up. Um, what was interesting that he pointed out to me, he said that Benitez doesn't usually like to start new signings. He likes to bed them in. So he says, oh, don't he wasn't be... even in the squad for the last game. He said, he he said so? don't be surprised if he's not even in the squad again or if he's on the bench yeah. against Wolves. But I think... You've paid £20 million, pounds, you've yeah. got to put him near the squad. Um, but it was funny, a couple of things he uh, mentioned <clears> was that... Uh, Benitez's contract runs out in the summer, which I hadn't realised, and everyone's just expecting him to go. And yeah. I think we all we've all seen from general reports that for Newcastle, you know, Rafa is just like their god; he's the the last shining light yeah. in their season. Uh, but he was saying to me, if you were hypothetical and said, um, would you have the club getting relegated if Ashley sold? Ninety nine ninety nine percent of fans would take that. That yeah. just shows how bad it is at Newcastle. Yeah. So you've really got a feel for him. I mean, it could it could almost be a Blackpool situation with the Oysters, where it just ends up being an absolute catastrophe. But he was saying to me that it's still the general view that Benitez will leave at the end of the season. I think, I think yeah. he'll keep. I think he'll he'll keep him up. I think he'll stay to the end of the season. I think for him, keeping them up is going to give him a much better job somewhere else yeah. than leaving now. And there'll be teams in the summer, especially in the Premier League, who may get rid of managers, and he'll be oh, he'll be top first of the on the list. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Leicester for yeah, one, Leicester Everton away. potentially with the fraud. Is everyone? Calls he ain't going to get to yeah. Everton now. But you know what I mean, though. He's he oh, he yeah. he'll have a lot of teams after him. Yeah. Um, but would you have him at Wolves? Let's say no. Hypothetically, hypothetically, not now. Nuno went tomorrow. No, I'd want I'd want a manager that's got a philosophy for playing football. Because that's the sort of way that we've gone so far. I think it's the way we should look to keep going. Uh, well, Newcastle, the two points above the relegation zone. Oh, I was going to say, um, uh, me and Gully have had this conversation as well. There's only one um, 
Kike from Real Betis. It'd be absolutely superb if that time came. The worst case scenario. Uh, yeah, so Newcastle two points above the relegation zone. Um, but what's interesting is depending on some swings, they could be in the relegation zone come the game against Wolves because Southampton play uh, Cardiff and Burnley play Brighton. So depending on some results there, some huge games they could there. go into it in the relegation zone. You would think they're going to have to go for it. And Newcastle, you know, I know we, you know, we beat them right in the last minute. Of, ironically, we dock once again yeah. with the goal, and but it will be a tough game because again they've got a tiny bit of a swing in the step now. Well, that's that's up until a month ago, I would have said yeah, it will be because it's the same old Rafa come ten men behind the ball, get what you can, spoil. But no one can spoil them. Then we've got three in midfield. It just doesn't work. And if they try and cancel each other out, what are they going to do? Mark mark one wing back and not the other, and then the balls are just going to be yeah. diagonal. And you, you presume Voldemort's going to play. He's he's, he's welcome addition yet again. I, yeah, I, I would I would just put size somewhere on the pitch just to, <laughs> just to just wind him up. Drama, just make something a little bit interesting. If they if they're going to put ten behind the ball, at least let's get some let's get a fight on the pitch or something. <laughs> you know? There was a cat last week. Let's get size and size and Shelby having a scrap. Uh, what team? I mean, team lineup though for Wolves. It's just. Same as usual, surely. Yourself. There's yeah, nothing there's to change. Nothing. Size for the second half, and one of the midfielders gets a card, and he can come on and get the other card. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. I mean, it's, it's funny though because we've got this set team now. There's not even a kind of conversation of well, maybe drop that person. When I, mean, I was glad actually he played Body against Shrewsbury because yeah. I thought it was good for him to get the minutes at least. Yeah, yeah just get back he, into he it. He did look. A, he did look a bit rusty for the first ten minutes at Goodison on Saturday. Um, just his touch, they seem there, but that was just, just getting back into it. Yeah, right? that's just one of them things. <clears throat> I mean, that's that's the issue is that when Bolly went out, we're dropping Sice in there, who is a better midfielder, or Dendonka, who had proven this year is a fantastic midfielder. Defensively, has he actually had a different back five in like a cup game this year? Like okay. a drastically different back I don't five. I think so, off the top of my head. Yeah, I, which I just find really interesting because surely they'll get burnt out at some point mm. or, or fatigue will catch up with them, especially if we do go far in the cup. It's Again, it's the issue of strength and depth. Have you got is... any any personal thoughts on Newcastle <clears throat> in terms of have they always been a team that you've not liked, that you've liked? Because I've never had a problem with Newcastle. I remember Newcastle 90s, noughties, up there waiting for the league. Ugh. You love some of people. <laughs> I, I, well, I, I quite enjoyed the Kevin Nolan Andy Carroll link up just because it was just so <laughs> shit house. It was great. But you know, I, I always liked them as a team. I never had a I never had a problem with them. I mean, famously, obviously, uh, the Kevin Keegan rant. Didn't want to see the picture. Someone photoshopped Klopp over that <laughs> picture, and did oh, it was so good. But anyone, I mean, Jake, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 obviously, I didn't grow up with them being massively successful. Um, no, 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 no one has. Well, none of us have. We've yeah. been there, but and obviously, Shearer was like the, arguably the best striker England have had in the last forty years. Who was it that we got from Newcastle years ago in the nineties? It was a bit like a good player, and it was a bit random that we got him. And then we played Sheffield Wednesday at home, and it was one of the fastest sendings off for a keeper in. In, in, well, that, in, was, that was Kevin Preston, 13 seconds. That's ending off. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. 
um, what's, what's what the reason? There? I mean, I probably wasn't alive. He, he, came, he came rushing out, the, out of his area and he handballed it out of his area oh. after th- 13 seconds yeah, into the brilliant. game. How, how does that happen 13 seconds <laughs> in? It was just a ball over the, ball over the top. <laughs> he just their, slapped their, it out. Their defence hadn't set up properly and whoever he was running through, it was one-on-one with Pressman and he touched the ball past but him. Who, and was that, who was that player though? It wasn't. Who was that player we got from Newcastle? I'm I sure it was from Newcastle. I can't remember anyone my from Newcastle. Say, my mind's saying it's brilliant, but it wasn't this real, was no. it? No. Kid Spoyer. Tamori Kid Spoyer. It wasn't Kid Spoyer. You know, that's the one from the only one from Newcastle I can think of. That was years later. It might have been then. I don't know. I just remember it as a kid. I remember, oh, I don't know. <laughs> I just remember getting Azeki going, how the hell have we got him? Yeah, because we got him under Colin Lee. And it should never have happened in the brown in the brown shirt. Jake's either researching or probably I mean, I, 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 No, I mean... I, I, I searched Wolves transfers from Newcastle and the third thing was the future Cristiano Ronaldo linked with Wolves. So. <laughs> Reading that one later. Have you <laughs> ever had a problem with Newcastle, Stu? No, no, well, I've had a kind of a soft spot for Sunderland and not, uh, for no real reason. And my best mate is a Sunderland fan as well from up there, lives up there. And um, But no, even with that, Newcastle has just been another one of them clubs. A bit like Everton, don't really care. They're just there. I don't like them just purely because of John Joe Shelby. I just think the man's <laughs> yeah, that, that whole the whole thing and the um, the arrogance and the Bellamy stuff that all started. What a surprise! Um, that kind of rolled it all up, and but the disrespect and whatever. But it, it is what it is. So basically, apart from a couple of things, Newcastle, we have no problem with you whatsoever. No, but you're going to get apart from John Joe Shelby. Yeah. <laughs> Right, let's do predictions then. <laughs> Wolves Newcastle Monday. Still a few days to go. What's your gut telling you right now, uh, Jake, for Wolves versus Newcastle? Three one. I don't think we'll keep a clean sheet because it's not been guaranteed in any of the games we've played. But I think we're in a rich vein of goal scoring form, so I think we'll continue. Rich vein of goal scoring form. I like it. And I like, I like the one will be Solomon Rondon, and it'll be <laughs> yeah. and it'll be to make it one all on the stroke half time. Yeah, uh, Stu, what are you going for? Four 0 Oh, no, you're going for your, your sp- hankering for a spanker in. Yeah. <laughs> He's going for it. It's I'm easy. <clears throat> Rafa's usual chant aimed at him and he's flapping his arms like a bit of a penguin. And he, you know, I do say, I, I mean, I quite like his facial hair. I don't know. I wouldn't know why. <laughs> uh, I'm going for your standard uh, afternoon 2 0 win. Ooh. Your standard win. Two clean sheets. Yeah. Yeah. Your standard win. Who wants a quiz? <clears throat> I mean, don't, don't, all, don't say it all at once. <laughs> Uh, Dan's doing this quiz once again. It'll be interesting. It's Stu versus Jake on the quiz this week. And I was looking at the quiz questions just thinking with Jake in mind, would he get some of these questions? Hmm. Probably not. Let's I'm going to say to the, early. To the, no. Go top of the table again. Stu, to the leaderboard. <laughs> Where are we at in terms of the leaderboard? Because I know that I am still quite high up on the leaderboard. Thank you very much. Um, but Stu is also quite high up on the leaderboard, so he has a chance, I presume, to have a grasp yeah, at we, first we, place. Yeah, we're joint top. Me and you, four each. So Stu has a chance to take a grasp at the top. Where is Jake on the leaderboard? At bottom, dead bottom. Yeah, joint bottom with hoops. I'm nothing. Joint Come bottom. on, hoops. Here's a chance for Jake to not Redemption. Be... Redemption. See you later, hoops. Right, but gentlemen, are you ready for the quiz? Yeah. Are you ready for the quiz? Okay. On the 6th of February, 1999, Jake. Oh, three. Come on, chance. Uh, Wolves drew one all at home Oxford to Oxford United. Mm. Name the Wolves scorer that day. Who scored for Wolves um, on the 6th of February 1999 against Oxford? Why, why has he even said this for? What because, relevance has this got? Because today, as recording, it's the 6th of February. Is it going to be have hard flow again? I'm not going to tell you. I'll go have hard flow again. Have hard flow? I mean, I, my 90s knowledge of Wolves is embarrassing, so I've Dean Sturridge. Robbie Keane. Uh, oh, 
Oh, yeah, got Robbie Keane. Should, uh, next one. Uh, after beating Shrewsbury this week, <laughs> Wolves earned a fifth round replay against Bristol City. But who did Bristol City beat in the fourth round? Who did Bristol City beat <laughs> in the fourth round? That's one I should know. It was literally a week and a half ago. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm presuming Stu oh. knows without saying. Do you know, Stu? I don't think I do, actually. Oh. How about a clue of a league, maybe? I'm, they were in? I'm not going to give you a clue. Thanks. Pick a team. Was it Orient? Well, there's one guess for Orient. I think it was a non... Uh, I think it was a lower league. Uh, uh, Bradford. Nearly. So nearly with the B. It was, Barnsley. It was Bolton. Bolton. Oh, I'll, I'll take that. Oh, for fuck. <laughs> uh, next question. In September 2016, under the t- Italian stallion, Walter Zenger, Wolves won 2-0 away to our next opponent's Newcastle. Name the two players not from the British Isles on the bench that day. So two years Zenger. ago, three years ago, two and a half years ago, uh, Wolves soon will win against Newcastle away. The two non-British Isles players on the bench that day. Zhao uh, Teixeira. Zhao Teixeira is one. And... I will, non- give you, I will give you a point. I mean, Dan hasn't specified, but I will give you a point each, as it were. If you can is Zhao Teixeira one? I'm not going to say yet. Okay. Zhao Teixeira is one. So he is. I'm not saying... <laughs> I'm not saying. Non-British Isles players for Walter Zenger. Stu's in deep thought. He's going back to that day in his time machine. He's got to burn his watch. He's just literally stopped time without us realising. He's going to come back wearing a different shirt. Non-British Isles. I'm thinking it's not going to be someone obvious. It'll be someone like in from the reserves or someone that... It, what, it, someone like Razak Bukhari that isn't Razak Bukhari. Right, so I'm going to get it off the market. Stu, can you give us any guesses at all? <laughs> I want to send uh, Tashir as well because I love. See, after that was the thing with Tashir. After that, the Rotherham game, first game of the season, he looked excellent. Yeah, and then he just he just faded away completely. <sighs> you can also go for Tashir if you want. I'm not going to deny you that. Mm. After the fancast WhatsApp group controversy this week about <laughs> we we've apparently got to write our answers on whiteboards now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Come on, going to press you now. I'll just go Teixeira and Costa. Teixeira and Costa. Would Costa have been on the bench, though? Um, so is it, was this Newcastle away? It was Newcastle away. 2 yeah. no win. Own goal and a Costa goal. Um, Wait. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to let you answer first, but okay. I'm, I'm going to go Teixeira and another. Okay. Well, I'm going to... Come on. Uh, I've mind blank. I've got no idea. You're going to pass. Yeah, I'll just pass. So Teixeira and a pass. Yeah. Teixeira and... A bold... New Adico? Oh, was it Bob Varsen? No, 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 no. No, don't worry. Why say don't worry? No. It was neither, gentlemen. Oh. Cavalero. Okay. And come on. Your boy, Paul Gladden, was on the bench. <laughs> oh How could God. you forget? <laughs> oh, because... Gladden's guys. Come on. No one scored that yet. Come like on, one of three games, and you could have got played. a point as well, or, or one point from that. Anyway, <laughs> next... Glad- Gladden played in the, the game t- three days later, did he? In, in the uh, cup, yes. took a header off his shoulder. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Next one. Last weekend's opponents, Everton, won the FA Cup in ninety four, ninety five. <laughs> Are you ready for this? Though you think it's going one way, you will not see where it's going. But name one of the four Italian sides Wolves played in the Anglo Italian Cup that season. Bonus points. For all four. Lazio, Napoli, 
Empoli and Inter Milan. Okay, there's four guesses there. I'll I give you a now. point for each one. Sorry, Dan. Atalanta, 100% because I was there. Okay. Um, Sampdoria. Okay. And I can't think the other two. Stu does get a point because Atalanta is there. The other ones are Venezia. I said that. <laughs> <laughs> Ascoli, is that right? Yeah, yeah. And Lecce, is it? Lecce. Lecce, yeah. Lecce. Nearly, nearly there. Uh, so, Stu, you're in a point. You took the lead. Well done. <laughs> that was my first ever Wolves game. Uh, One each. Lee Mills scored. <laughs> I say bring back the Anglo Italian Cup. 15th of November 1994. Bring it wow. back. I was. 50p programme. Mark Rankin on the cover. <laughs> I heard that completely differently then. Anyway. <laughs> I want that excited. <laughs> I think I was 7, seven 8. Well, that was I was minus 2. You were mine. Wait, was it 94? Yeah. I was minus. Th- yeah, minus two. Uh, right, next next question. Steve Ball scored four goals away to Newcastle on January the 1st, 1990, but what former Wolves manager played for Newcastle that day? It wasn't Zenger, don't worry. Newcastle. Who played for Newcastle that day? That was a former Wolves manager. Stu, have you got this? Yeah, oh, Stu's got this anyway. Oh, so. no idea. Uh, did Terry Connor have a stint at Newcastle? <laughs> <laughs> Terry Connor, for one. What are you going for? Evil Mark McGee. It was Mark McGee. I'm not going to put the evil in there. It was Mark <laughs> McGee. So 2 nil, Stu. Let's do the uh, the uh, the tiebreaker, just in case. Wolves <laughs> drew two all. You know what? I will give you the win if you get this exact. Oh, well. Here yeah. we go. That won't happen. <laughs> Wolves drew 2-2 with Everton earlier on this season. In the same game, Matt Doherty made his second ever Premier League appearance. How many days after his first in September 2011? So if you get this exactly, how many days from his previous Premier League appearance, I will give you a win over Stu. And Stu, can you, you can just do this for fun. So how many days, exact days I'm looking for now. Jake is actually trying to do the math, which is very good. Uh, hang on. And let us know how you got on at home, everybody. At do we do FC Fancast on Twitter, Facebook Wolves Fancast. Um, um, why, don't you, why don't you take a picture on Instagram? And tag us on it as well. Uh, uh, 2,523. 2,523. 2,180. Oh, Jake. Oh, oh, Jake. My sweet little Jake. I was miles off. 2,513. Oh! You've got to give me that, surely. (laughs) Stu wins the quiz. Well done, Stu. Oh, no. <laughs> if only he'd waited ten more days. That, I mean, that just hate, makes me hate Matt Doherty more. So, well done, Dave. <laughs> Gentlemen, it's the last part of the uh, the episode. It is time for Twitter Corner. It's your time to ask us your question. Uh, at WGFC Fancast on Twitter. You can email us, podcast at wallsfancast.com. And on Facebook as well, which you've got some questions on Facebook this week. We never have questions on Facebook. We've got some questions. So, I'm going to ask you, firstly, from the original, that is Twitter, uh, some interesting questions this week, and our usual fun question. Um, Oliver Amis says, why do we not have a Doherty chant? Is it just because no one can decide the way to pronounce his name? <laughs> Probably a fair it's a shout, good, It's yeah. a good shout, it's a good shout. I mean, we, we argue about Jimenez, to be fair. We'll, yeah. We just go with Jimenez. Any impromptu Doc chants, Jake? Uh, on the spot defensively he's poor something along those lines defensively he's poor, poor. attackingly he's, he's not, a, not as poor 
I adore Doc. Whoa, there we go. There's a chance. Everyone's seen that on the terraces. Um, Doc the boat. <laughs> Doc the boat. Don't tip the dock over. Doc the boat. That's good. Uh, Daz, if you had to choose between, I think we've had this in the podcast, right? If you had to choose between winning the FA Cup or finishing seventh, what would you choose? FA Cup. I would choose the FA Cup. Obviously, FA Cup all round. Brett, he usually gives us the um, hitman. I wish it was, but I don't think it is. Would you, in caps lock, would you rather have to eat a bowl full of crickets or a bowl full of worms? Crickets. Yeah, crickets because they're crunchy. So yeah, yeah. Well, it's the texture of worms wouldn't be right. No. Yeah. Although I might not be able to eat anything crunchy. Think this character. I was going to say five teeth fall out. Oh. Quite a simple question answer actually that was. Yeah. Thought there'd be more debate, but crickets right away. Yeah. yeah. Texture. Um <laughs> Jimmy Taylor says, What style of back of shirt name and number combo have been your favourite? Anyone. Like seven is my favourite number, but if I could it'd be Neves eight or it's normally my surname and age at the time. I don't know whether mean Jimmy also means like back in young year as well. Uh, the pre- original Premier League font. Yeah, that's what I. That's what I. I love that because it, it was very nineties. But even you look at it now, it's better. Than, it's just plain and boring. No, well, nineties shirts were better. That's why they're getting back into yeah. popularity. These hipsters, eh? Like you know, the Man United sharp shirt that everyone uh, seems to have these days. It's a good shirt. I really want the Goodyear tire marks wolf shirt. That was that is that was my first ever kit as a kid, and I didn't realize until years later it was the one that everybody hates. It, I would, I, I would, it, right now, it's yeah. really like popular because it's a bit I would retro. Eat, I probably. would have I would have that shirt. I would have that shirt now. I someone, mean, someone, I would make you an offer, but it definitely wouldn't fit me. <laughs> it, someone it barely, buy, yeah. barely fits me. Someone buy me and Jake those shirts. I, if someone can find any way for me to buy that there shirt. There is surely someone out listening who's listened to this show enough who thinks, you know what, I like the cut of their jib. Yes. Let's buy them that shirt. <laughs> uh, talking to games, although we weren't talking about games, but you know what I mean. Uh, Jack... Says Resident Evil Two remake or Resident Evil One remastered. Well, <laughs> we've got serious remastered. I, I like a classic game. You still got the original Resident Evil Two if you want to go and play that one. Whereas the remaster of the first one was just the same. It was it just looked better. So the new Resident Evil Two because it's a different game, but you've still got the original if you want to play the original. So there you go, new one, <laughs> boom. I've never been a Resident Evil fan. Oh, no, I, my question was based more on the fact that I think old games remastered are great. The Crash Bandicoot remake is great, it's brilliant. Are you got Spyro yet? Uh, no, not yet. Oh, stop ruining games. Come on, we don't need ruining. Rem- we don't need to remaster a game. Does this make them look better? I mean, the new Spider-Man game is essentially Spider-Man Two remastered. Oh, I agree. Slightly okay. new story. I agree with that. That does look good. <laughs> But just it's like films. Just don't ruin them. Don't, oh no, films to, I agree with, but don't games have to remake them. Get, Come ga- on. With games, you get the nostalgia while also, you know, having the actual graphics and and gameplay that you thought you were playing when you were younger. <laughs> uh, right, Sean on Facebook says, "Do you think if Don had been playing first team football earlier in the season, we would have done better against teams like Huddersfield and Cardiff?" Yeah, we would have been fourth. Yeah, uh, if if the problem is if he was fit because I feel like he wasn't playing because he wasn't quite ready. Yeah, he was if, if he was if he was how he is now back then, yeah, hundred percent, we'd be be probably third. Uh, oh, yeah, you can look at if you look at his his signing picture and you look at him from last week, he's probably lost about half a stone. Yeah, 
So it was just weird because he went to the World Cup. You just feel like, how have you got unfit in two weeks? And then Christmas happened, and I understood. <laughs> uh, Ed Marshall, do we think we missed a trick not not adding a striker in January, or has the FA Cup shown that Cav and Adama can play in the centre forward role? Or Nile Ennis? Yeah, well, exactly. Exactly, what I was just going to say we, they've obviously got faith in Nile Ennis, and you look at his video today, and he said, "Yeah, they just pulled me in. I, I expected to go under twenty three training like normal, and they just pulled him in. So now you play training with the first team, and then he said you're included. You're included tomorrow on this squad. So, yeah. I mean, the, the bad luck that he's had is pretty ridiculous anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they wouldn't have got rid of Ashley Seal and um, Samuels if they don't believe in Ennis. So, why not? Was, I mean, it, was it Ashley Seal? Who is the top scorer in Premier League Two that has now randomly gone on loan to a Portuguese team? Is it Ashley Seal or who is? Um, There's someone in the in the under 23s who's like the top scorer in. Well, it'd be, it'd be one of those three because they're forwards, aren't they? Yeah, it's good maths. <laughs> good maths there. Anyway, carry on. Callum Callum Upal says, "Do you think if we'd played our three-five-two against Shrewsbury, we would have had more of a comfortable game?" We did, we did tweak it a bit, didn't we? To well, try no, but, yeah, but in the first game we played three five two, and it was exactly the same. They, they just played out the skins, and it didn't really work. And that's why when they went, when they went to the the other way around, going to back with a um, three four three, that's when we hit them when we were two 0 yeah, down yeah. at their place. So I don't think it really mattered. They just played well, and we, we still scored three three goals against them, and it, we should have been. It should have been comfortable. Yeah. Uh, Rob Spicer with the questions I like to hear. When you go for an all-you-can-eat Chinese buffet, do you plate up with the starters first or go hell for leather and mix it up all on one plate? Mm. Depends how hungry I am. See, it's changed for me over the years. You know, years ago it used to be, right, let's see how many plates I can do. And now it's a bit like, just, just, just take get your time, it all David. on one. Well, it's, get just it all on one time. plate and go through that. I don't want to turn up and be like, I've only had a plate and a half and I feel like I'm full already. Yeah, but it depends how big that plate and a half is. Mm. <laughs> but that doesn't mean, like, you know, when I was younger, I could have th- four or five big plates, four plates, of mix, you know, whatever. But now it's all, have a bit of starter, just take it slowly. You're trying to, you're trying to make the buffet a bit more upmarket. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just want to go to a buffet and actually enjoy it. I don't want to go... Rather than engorge. <laughs> engorge after one plate and go, oh, I've just spent 15 quid on this, yeah. and now I've literally just had what I could have had at home. When, I, when I've been to Cosmo, Bentley Bridge, go shout out. It's, it's, <laughs> New sponsor. It's probably only about 15 quid, it's alright, it's great. Um, it's a fiver on some days. Yeah, we, yeah student days. Well, <laughs> for, for us normal folk, I, I, I exploited it as well. It's <laughs> always busy, yeah. that Cosmo. How many years has that been there? Yeah. And it's always you turn up. If you try and turn up, it's like, yeah, you can, you've got to be, in, you've got to be at God in an hour though. It's yeah. like, What? Yeah, it's been I mean, it's been there at least ten years. Yeah, and but yeah, I mean, I, when I, I've done it both ways before, and um, I've just piled it all on and done it the, the sensible way, which is what I do now, where have a few starters and then go dish dish per where it's from. So I'll have an Indian dish and I'll have a Chinese dish. And then oh I'll, no, chicken nuggets and curry. Oh, get it all on. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the starter. <laughs> <laughs> the starters, the free for all, and then I kind of and pizza and gravy. Separate them all <laughs> Get it in. Basically, Rob, we haven't been able to give you just an answer. Don't worry. Final question from Phil Hancocks, who says, "Just for fun, did you watch the Super Bowl, gents? And if so, what roles would Wars players hypothetically enjoy as American football players? I'd imagine Troy Troyer would terrorise the defence and score against some great touchdowns, providing, of course, he was able to catch the ball rather than it bouncing off him. No, Troyer would be a like defensive tackle he's just too big to 
I mean, yes, he's very quick, but he in in if that team was an NFL team, he'd have to be a tackle because him do- and Willie Bolly in the mid, you wouldn't need any other defenders. <laughs> I like the idea of liking NFL, but when I watch it, I just I mean, I put it's too slow. Sunday night, I see that red zones on. I thought, okay, I'll put that on, and I'm like. Pfft. No idea. The game, the games are great. The the game itself, like the, the video games, are great. But the game itself is too slow. It's I, two I, stop start, which is what people had the issue with VAR in football. Mm. They thought it was just going to end up being like the NFL. I know, also, we never even mentioned that. Yes, the uh, VAR wait for a goal yeah. to be confirmed yesterday. Yeah, it's the first. I mean, when we had it earlier on last was it last season against Leicester? No, no this season against Leicester. When um, and it never seemed to happen then. But you, it was more than. It's in a bit longer. It might have been because the goals were a bit of a scramble. Yeah. Um, because obviously it didn't matter for for Cavs, but for the first two, it, it seemed like a good twenty twenty five seconds when he was the ref was just standing there and everyone was standing around saying so like what, and he didn't say VAR review on the screen or no. anything. Yeah. But it's just going to get a bit getting used to. But yeah, it, I watched it Sunday night and it was awful. And if you if you come into the sport and you know. You think, oh yeah, this is the showpiece event of the year. Yeah, if you're going to it as a neutral, just to enjoy uh, and, different kind of the, the spectacle of yeah, and you watch that Super Bowl, you're never going to watch it again. Yeah, it was it was well, terrible. I, I saw I saw a statistic that the the people that were at the at the game for the final wasn't as many as a Real Madrid Man United friendly in like pre season a few years ago. Like it's it's hyped up so much, but it's just never going to be. It's football. a great stadium though. That stadium. Oh yeah, that LED screen, the thing that goes around yeah. the top. He's fantastic. Um, Neves, quarterback, is that yeah. the obvious one? Yeah, just spray it around. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that, that it, everyone's too small. <laughs> there's no, there's no real place yeah, for anyone we just else. Have, we just have like all Willy Bolly and Traore, <laughs> and one Neves, a quarterback. <laughs> there we go. Job done. Walls of NFL. We're gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> Stu, how's your missing tooth? It's a. It feels weird now. Passing through his digestive <laughs> system at this point. Yeah, it doesn't even hurt. This is the worrying thing about it. There's no pain and there's no blood. It's just half my thoughts just been swallowed. You're going to wake up in the night and it's just going to hit yeah, you. It's yeah. going to kill later on. <laughs> well, that was a moment of history, gentlemen. I hope you enjoyed listening that bit. And that's where we're going to leave this week's podcast. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, you can follow us all week on social media for your lols and trolls. Just find us, Wolves Fancast and to our partners Pixel Yeti Media once again we'll be back next week everybody to talk about that game against Newcastle United and uh, an update on Stu's Tooth mm-hmm. of course we'll get absolutely Tooth Tooth Watch Tooth Watch that's it <laughs> uh, so for this week it's bye from Jake bye bye from Stu you wouldn't be the first time a fairy's left a deposit in the night you, know, you can just never <laughs> say goodbye can you <laughs> give him the opportunity to say bye he has to get in there somewhere Stu say bye bye it's bye from me. See you next time.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.